Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I'm Jen, to your mom, joined as always by to your dad. Hi. I'm also joined by Queso and her faceo. And Some creatures go Sabagosian, go the destructor. Volga Sildroha, the traveler has come. Choose and perish. Gozer, the destructor. Gozer, the Gozerian. The traveler has come. Okay, Rose. Yeah, her real name is Rose, and we don't like that name, so we're like, Goes rhymes with Rose, and Gozer is the Ghostbusters destructor. We already have a Ghostbusters dog. She doesn't really come when you call her anyway. She, I have called her Gozer, and she turns her head and looks at me. Oh, well, that's very smart. So, yes. And she's obviously quite smart. Uh, so this is our as-requested special update on... Gozer, the new foster dog. Yeah, remember when we said, we're going to foster for a while. It's exhausting. It's too many. Sizzle was a lot. Of, a lot and, I think we said yeah. that two weeks ago. Oh, it was about two weeks ago. Yeah. The, uh, never say never. <laughs> I didn't say never. I said, I believe, probably not. Uh, so the story with Gozer, the Gozerian here is that, uh, so she's nine months old. She is still a puppy. She's very, very tall. But very skinny, like a snake. She's as tall as um, Queso, I think. She's taller than Queso. Taller queso than queso. walked under her the yeah, first that's right. yesterday. That was dramatic. <laughs> uh, yes, Queso, you're still my favorite. You kind of sco- scooched under her. Oh, it's a good stretch there, Queso. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Gozer's nine months old. She uh, is kind of one of those classic cases of... Oh my god, the Golden Retriever puppy is so cute. We have to get the Golden Retriever puppy. Please, 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 Mom, let us get the Golden Retriever puppy. Fast forward six months. And then you just have, uh, I mean, frankly, even like two months, you just have a dog that pees in the house and chews everything and, of course... Wants to tug on it all the time. Just wants to play all the time and you have a job and kids and other pets and not a lot of time and of course you haven't put the time into taking care of the dog and so then you start to resent the dog and then your kids maybe start beating on the dog and you are just frustrated with the dog yelling at it all the time keeping it locked up in its crate because you didn't train it and then you start looking for excuses to say that the dog is bad and get rid of the dog food aggression yeah, so in this case, uh, they said, oh, one of the cats in the house came up to her while she was eating, and she snapped. growled, snapped at the cat. This is a bunch of nonsense. So they turned her over to the shelter in West Virginia. The shelter put her with a foster family who was wonderful and had her for a month, and they didn't see any food aggression with her. And they had cats. They had cats and other dogs. Uh, she came here. I literally stuck my hand in her mouth while she was eating. I took her food away. I smacked her around in the face. I did all these things. Absolutely not the tiniest sign of food aggression. But the people who had her, uh, I don't know, the, the people who delivered her to us said they think they tortured her a little bit. She doesn't seem especially like a tortured dog. Like, we've had dogs who were really abused violently. I think this dog was just... Locked in her crate and ignored and not treated especially. She may have nicely. eaten something she wasn't supposed to eat or chewed a chew or something. Who knows, right? But I mean, this happens a lot. Like people get puppies, presents. Don't get somebody a puppy as a present. Like no. unless you've already said we're going to get a puppy and I'm going to give it to you as a present. And they say this is a great idea. We're prepared for this. We've thought this through and and we're <laughs> ready for this for to have a dog, not a puppy. You're never you never have a puppy. You have a dog. 
Yeah, because uh, Gozer is super tall and uh, got legs that go all over the place, and she wants to play all the time. Right now, she's tugging on a rubber toy with GR Dad. She may eat it. Um, so anyway, she had been turned over to a shelter in West Virginia, and they work with our Golden Rescue Group to get dogs adopted. And it's a drive from where she was in West Virginia to the DMV, where we are. And so uh, she was coming Saturday, as in yesterday. Yeah. And uh, there were no foster homes, apparently, who wanted to take her. So the foster people asked us, will you take her? And I said, oh, of course I'll take her. Because you have a history. Uh, but I'm like, look, we're going to Florida in two weeks, and we have to keep the dogs for a minimum of two weeks before you can adopt them out. So I'm like, uh, unless you want to let her get adopted out early, we're not keeping her. We don't want six dogs. And, uh, you know, so she'll probably need to go to another foster home because we're not going to take her to Florida with us and have her for months and months because we don't want to have six dogs. And, uh, yes, I see you, baby. You're very good. So, uh, anyway, we have her, and she's a very short-term foster, so all of you who already have fallen in love with her and want us to keep her, uh, <laughs> not happening. She already has a new foster home that she's going to go to sometime this week. So we're kind of dog-sitting, basically. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have any problems. She doesn't have any behavioral issues. She's housebroken. She will occasionally pick up one of GR Dad's shoes, and then we just give her a toy. But she's a puppy, and that's what they do. Uh, best... Doesn't like the crate. Does not like the crate, but she doesn't need the crate, so no. we put the crate away. She's real good. Best bed sleeper ever. No kidding. So I was worried last night because sometimes they'll have accidents the first night, and she had one, but that's just because I didn't understand. She was desperately telling me that she needed to go out, so now we are able to communicate. Um, and after she did her business, she was clearly safe for the night, and so... Uh, she got upstairs and she got in the bed and laid down 100% on top of me. <laughs> like none of her was touching the bed, just but me. Nice and soft. <laughs> that was very nice. And uh, at some point, Jared Dad got up because somebody needed to pee at like 4 a.m. And Vink came back from that venture out and got right in the middle of our bed. Like laid down a little ball in the middle. Like a little meatball. Yeah. And so Jared Dad was on one side. I was on the other side. Vink was in the middle. And there was probably three or four inches between me and the edge of the bed. And I was saying in my sleep to GR Dad, like, well, like if she wants, really Gozer wants to get up here, I guess like we can scooch Vink over. And as I was saying it, Gozer jumped up and laid down in the four inches between me and the edge of the bed. On the ledge. On the ledge. All her legs hanging off the bed. And she's like, this is great. Tucked her little head on me and went to sleep for like two hours. Uh, so I did scooch over a little bit to give her probably six inches. But she's so skinny that she fit fine, and uh, she's just wonderful. She'll put her head on you and, uh, you know, hook her little arms around your neck, and she's just... Licks the face. Oh, she, yeah, I've had many, many face licks. I'm looking at you, Queso. Maybe take a lesson from this foster dog, because she's leaving, and she's giving me face licks, so you never know. Maybe we'll give you away to somebody, too. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Story. Unlikely to happen. Unpossible. No, it's not going to happen. Um. But she's, yeah, Gozer, wonderful dog. I'm looking forward to having her sleep in the bed tonight because she's just a cuddly, lovely thing. But man, nine months old is a lot of energy. 
uh, this is a totally different energy in this dog than there is in our house. She has a choice between staying still and moving. She'll move. And if she has a choice between moving and moving fast, she'll move fast. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good summary. Um, we haven't quite figured out how to play with our dogs yet. Everybody's thinking about it. They've had some standoffs. Yeah, she almost did a butt attack on Queso, but then was a little nervous. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure we'll get there, if not tonight, by tomorrow. They're all going to have a good time. Um, but she's only going to be with us for a few more days and then go into a foster home who it sounds like maybe will adopt her. Um, another failed foster. Yeah, but that's a good thing. I mean, a lot of people get into fostering so they can basically try out dogs. And if the dog fits, then they're going to keep the dog and they want to keep a dog. Uh, but if the dog is not quite right for them, then they find it a good home and they try another dog. So it sounds like these people might be wanting another dog. They're going to love you, sweet girl. Yeah, and we do. I mean, one of the reasons we're a little bit of suckers for a dog, for fostering is just that we're kind of the fosters of last resort. But we also, if it's if we're not the last resort, we don't feel as much pressure to adopt the dog right for queso it would have been really hard i mean this is sort of a tough truth or it's a bad market incentive but people don't really adopt old dogs this is uh, so i want to make this point even more strongly this is interesting because we've had a bunch of fosters i've had a bunch of fosters we had sizzle here uh i've had probably a dozen people in the last day email me and say that they want to adopt Gozer. We have not had that. We didn't have that with Queso. The only person who was like, hey, if you don't want Queso, I'll take her, was Barb Nelson, who adopted Sizzle. Yeah. Like she, she's like, I really wanted to adopt Queso. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And uh, <laughs> I got first dip, so I kept her. Uh, but yeah, no one was, you know, not that we were advertising her, but no one was like, oh my God, like I really want to take Queso. No one was like that with Maggie and Jasmine. No one was like that with Sizzle, except for Barb, when I was like, hey, Barb, you want this dog? And she's like, I 100% want that dog. This dog, a dozen people from all over the country are like, I want this dog because the young ones are attractive. And like people will adopt old ones from our rescue, but it's not the same thing. It's it's a harder thing to find them homes. Yeah, and I don't mean to judge, right? I no, mean, no. I can see the reason people want to... I mean, dogs don't live long enough ever. And if you get a dog that's 14 or 12, you know, you're going to have the heartbreak in two years, right? So yeah. I I completely understand why. For all sorts of good reasons, you know, you'd be looking for a younger dog. But it's just a fact, right? Yeah. So, so if I mean, Gozer is going to be, well, obviously, is easy to uh, find someone who will adopt her easily. Mm-hmm. You'll have, like, so the most no, perfect home. There's no real pressure or guilt on us because she's going to do great. She's going to have a happy place. Yep. We're queso. It's... So we just had queso. Everybody's got today. We get everybody on December first because a lot of Apparently, people look, look see Gozer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Someone had when I tweeted about Gotcha Day. Someone's like, "Well, it's December first again, so you better get another one." And I was like, "Hmm." We just did. So we're like on our way to go pick her up. Um, but yeah, a lot of the reason that we got them all on December first is a lot of people are like, uh, "I need this dog out of here by December first, right?" It's just like a nice round number. So queso. And Maggie and Jasmine all came on December 1st. Uh, Queso's one-year gotcha day was yesterday. And she still is coming out of her shell. Like, it's just the last month or so that she has started, like, walking up to us on the couch and, like, wagging and asking to be pet. Yeah. Right? She wasn't doing that even in, like, October. So she's just 
she would have been terrible to move and like put her with someone, you know, after she was so scared with us for so long and then have her start that all over. Yeah. Again. And if you want instant success, right, you wouldn't get a, a, an older dog, right? Because they're... Or a traumatized one like Queso. Both, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, because you... you you don't get the instant feedback. If you have kids and they run over to the dog, the dog's not going to lick them or the dog's not going to care about them or the dog might growl at them or something, right? So I don't think that's a, an easy situation. But a young dog, a nine-month-old. She's uh, getting her ear rubbed by Gia Dad now and she has four of my fingers in her mouth. She's adorable and, and, and malleable and you'll she'll adapt to your situation and she doesn't have any long-term damage from anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see why they're... She's much easier to adopt, but that's why there's no guilt for us, right? Because we're doing, no. we're making her life better, and you know she had a great time. She'll have had a great time with us and the five others, but we don't feel like we owe it to her to keep her. Either. Yeah, because she's gonna like hit the lottery. Like if the yeah. people who foster her next don't keep her, they're gonna be able to find like the perfect. Oh my spot. god, just like yeah. the world's most optimal place where you will be the happiest dog ever. Yeah, if you have if you have people lining up to adopt a dog, you can find the owners that are the most excited and the best suited to get that dog. And that's normally what I've done, right? Like we, like I've said before, we have not kept pretty much any of our fosters. You see the ones that we have kept, but mm -hmm. most of them we've adopted out. And I don't know any where I didn't have twenty applicants yeah. who wanted the dog. Um, even for the, you know, I haven't had any super seniors like the ones that we kept, but like seven and eight year olds I've had, you know, and they just go up on the list, like they go up on the available dogs list. And the next morning I wake up to 20 emails from people. And so they've all had home visits and I get to look at their records and you know, who they are and what their household is like and pick exactly what's best and take the dogs and, and try you've had them out. visits where you thought the vibe wasn't great. And you always mm -hmm. had enough other choices where the vibe was immediately good, right? It felt like yep. the, the, the dog came in and just felt at home and everything worked, clicked. Yep. Yep. So I would always like after a few times, I was pretty good at picking the right home on the first visit, but I'd always go in saying like, well, I'll bring her to visit. And, uh, I've got a couple other visits to go to, which is a lie. And, uh, you know, not we'll always, <laughs> uh, Maybe. Don't give all your secrets. This is a secret. If I tell you I've got other ones, it's like having my friend call in the middle of a first date. Uh, <laughs> that's so I can be like, well, I've got to go see some other people uh, because like, there's no way I'm giving you this dog. And there's many people who want them. I just haven't always set the appointments up yet. Yeah. But I always have an out, right? It's not like I'm going to bring her and if you want her, you can have her, except with Sizzle. Because we know the Nelsons well, well enough that we knew that, that was, was going to be going to be a dream thing. situation yeah. and an informed situation. Yeah, um, most of the people are like strangers, and we don't really know the situation. And so, uh, I've always had an out, but I don't think I've ever had to use it one time. I think that was summer. One of the dogs that we had named. Let's keep it quiet. Well, there. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> one of the dogs that we had. Uh, I went to a house and. The people were very nice, but the wife really, I think we told this story recently, the wife just really wanted a different breed. And so she kept saying, well, I don't know, maybe I'll take this dog, but like, I really want a Malinois or whatever. It wasn't that. I don't know. She wanted something else. Yeah. And I was like, cool, you don't want this dog. Yeah. I'm giving it to somebody else. And yeah. they all have ended up in wonderful places. So Yeah. You've had some people who like complained and sent emails about, I can't believe I didn't get that dog. And why didn't, I really wanted that dog. And, and then you go, 
that was the right decision not to give them yeah and that was mostly early on because they uh there's sort of a scoring system for adoptive families like how mature are they with dogs how much experience do they have you know do they know what they're doing um and and i wasn't looking at that carefully enough like i was just going like okay they have a fence you know no cats or other dogs or whatever and i wasn't like getting deep enough into the evaluative stuff and there were like some families and it's like they'd never really had a dog and so they're which you know goldens are good first dogs but you have to kind of understand what you're doing and yeah there was one family with like two little kids and they were going to send this dog off with the kids yeah, go walk the, the dog. The, the eight-year-old dog, was going to walk the dog. Yeah, while I was visiting. And this dog pulled, like, I complain about Vink. This dog Oh, it was when the dog us. went, like, vertical, right? Oh, my and God. Like, went, went flat and vertical because he was pulling so hard. It was terrible. Like, and she had to have, like, a year of leash training to be walkable. It was, like, and I made it really clear, like, you know, when we put her up, really serious pulling problem. Like, you're going to need a special harness and a strong person to walk the dog until they're trained right. And they're going to send these eight-year-olds off by themselves, like, Without down the street. Without an adult. Without an adult, with the dog. And uh, and I'm like, oh, my God, no, you may not have them go walk this dog. And, and all the alarm bells just went off. And it's like, yeah, there's no way. Like, you don't understand, like, what this dog actually needs. And they were really upset uh, that they didn't get the dog. Because they really wanted, I mean, it's a kind of entitlement, right? They really wanted the dog. That whole visit was sort of entitled. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, that dog went to a super wonderful house, too. And we used to go have playdates with her. So it was all good. Um, Anyway, so that's the story of Gozer. Her backstory is, is short because she's only nine months old. And it's one, basically, where they didn't have time or interest to take care of her. And she spent a lot of time alone in a crate, didn't get a lot of exercise, didn't get much training, and uh, they basically wanted to get rid of her and found an excuse. And she was super scared when she got here, yeah. and that passed in about half an hour. Tail was tucked so far under, though, it was, it was invisible. Yeah. We got a little bit of playing going on with Queso now, mostly her maybe trying to chomp on Queso, but Queso seems sort of into it. Gozer! Maybe a little Come gentle here. with the old lady. Gozer! Yeah. Zippy. Gozer! Come here! Okay, here she comes. She's got Monsieur Acorn. I'm impressed at the coming uh, yeah. when called. She's a good dog. She listens. She good knows job. her name. Good job. Gozer, the Gozerian. Um, so yeah, there you go. Anything you want to add? Nope. This is a successful foster story, even though it doesn't have a romantic happy ending of adoption. Yeah, I know y'all want us to keep every dog that we foster, but like, seriously, man, we got five dogs. Like, you go get a dog. We owe them, (laughs) and we owe them attention, too. Yeah, they do all need love. And uh, so we're going to enjoy good sleepy times with you while you're here. Goes. So there you go. Special bonus podcast for temporary foster dog Gozer. Yep. We'll keep you posted if there's any other updates and news. Updates yeah. or news. Oh my goodness, you okay there, Schmieg? Schmieg. All right. Um, but yeah, she'll probably be going to her new foster home this week, and you'll see pictures, and it'll be a little bit teary because we already love her, but it's going to be great for her. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we have a regular episode on Thursday, and uh, thanks for listening to our little bonus. Bye. As always, bye. Bye.